Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to Off The Bench for Bob Jane T. Martz, tire and wheel specialists. Yeah, the man who made that try-saving tackle in the 2003 Grand Final, he... Uh, one of the legends of the game, and then there's me. I hold the record. Badges for... in here. <laughs> Badges in here. Where's Badge? Oh, he doesn't work on Friday. So actually, <laughs> I'll, I'll be doing another show with him later today. And I hold the record for eating the most amount of pies at a grand final. Hello, Scott Sattler. Hello, Jace. You know, I have this argument with my son all the time. How many chicken nuggets do you think you could eat in one sitting if you're really, really hungry? How long's the sitting? Well, no. <laughs> how many could you eat until you had to stop? He thinks he could eat 150. I think he's lying. Oh, no. Jack, this is Jack. Yeah. No, I reckon I could... Uh, 50, 60? Yeah, I reckon... I reckon... No, nah, I reckon 30. Really? 30's my limit. You're mate. a lightweight. Anyway. Chico Rolls, on the other hand. <laughs> yeah. I probably do about 40 of those. Massive week. Get... Massive week, Jace. Oh. The biggest, I Ma- think, in Australian sports history. And also a bit sad too, mate. It's been one of those things. It's been Absolutely. a bit of a roller coaster of emotions. Not only from a sporting point of view with the NRL and, of course, the AFL and the other codes... Uh, but also a lot of friends and family being being laid off by this coronavirus does its thing. It's been yeah, it's been a strange week, and now the kids have they've shut the schools a week early, it and probably hit the nail on the head there with the word. It's been strange because it has. we it is the closest thing we get to a zombie apocalypse, isn't it? Because everyone's bunkering down. It looks as though that maybe lockdown. If we are believing the the man on the street, that lockdown lockdown is imminent, mm. and uh, if that's the case, it's um. Yeah, I I fear I fear for the the mental well being and the and the health of a lot of people. Yeah. When not only do you not only do people lose their jobs, but then to isolate them in a home where they can't continue to then try and look for It'll some work. form of supplement. Absolutely. Yeah, I I'm a little bit I'm a little bit scared. Yeah. Anyway, look, we're with you. Um, if uh, yeah, just stay safe, be positive. And uh, make sure you talk to someone if you need uh, if you if you need to have a chat about anything. But right now we're going to try and entertain you. We're not very good at it, but we're going to try and entertain you this afternoon with off the bench. Let's get into it. Time on off the bench to look back on the news of the week. It's been one of those again interesting weeks. A lot of stuff going. Um, some stuff that came out this morning. Tyson Frizzell is leaving the Dragons. It's official now, and he's off to the Knights now. What I heard, Sats, and I don't know if you heard this as well. Actually, well, it was in the media release, so <laughs> it must be true. Um, that they offered him the biggest contract they've offered anyone to stay at the Dragons, and that was out of that was out of reward for his eight years that he'd already spent at the club, and he's knocked it back to join the Knights. Yeah, it's one of those. Um, it's it's sad to see a guy like Tyson Frizzell leave the Dragons because I think he could be the cornerstone of and the turning point for that club among other things that mm. need to happen at the club as well. But I think Tyson Frizzell, I always felt as though he's going to be one of those players. It could be the reason why he entices other players to come to your club. Now, to go to the Newcastle Knights, only after two rounds, you see that Newcastle Knights are already 
a remarked improvement over the recent years. I thought Nathan Brown did a fantastic job to get them to the point they had to get to. Yeah. Maybe time just ran out for Nathan Brown. And then Adam, o- Adam O'Brien is just starting to polish off those uh, just starting to polish off those those sections of the club that that require just that um, that little bit of expertise and right. and maybe Tyson Frizzell and his manager have identified that and have said we feel as though that this is a club that's on the up good and chance for premiership two point one million over three years uh, yep. seven hundred thousand and then you start looking at a player of Tyson Frizzell's ilk is he a player uh, of those and again we've got to remember are these numbers going to change with mm. the landscape of rugby league in 2021 mm. are we going to see rugby league players on eight nine seven hundred thousand dollars um there'll only be a very select few but with Tyson Frizzell he is I believe he's part of the select few a media release came out from the Newcastle Knights straight after the St George one went out. Yes. It said that um, they can't lodge Tyson Frizzell's contract with the NRL. The no. Because not allowed to. But their word is their honour. So yep. he's left a club. He signed a contract, to, which was done in January, I believe. With well, the, the offer was made to him in January. Yeah, he accepted then, that in yep. January. So, But any risk... With how the game's going, that he's well, quit the Dragons. One and, thing about is technically he's clubless. Well, you now got a seven your seven day cooling off period uh, with any contract. But there's no signed. contract signed. Well, it hasn't been a, hasn't been registered yet. So, so you, when does that seven day period start? Once it's registered or once it's signed? Once it's once it's signed. Okay. And and registered. So it has to be registered. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So he's got to be because of, once it's signed, it's still you know it's a legal binding document, but it hasn't been. From the governing body, they haven't um, they haven't given it a stamp of approval yet because they've got to look at it from a salary cap point of view. Like, is he going to be able to fit into their Absolutely. salary cap? Absolutely. And and my question, we talked a bit about this before we started the show today. Is that is that possibly going to change as well? Because we're now hearing, and we'll get to it shortly, that you know Channel Nine, you know they don't play any footy this year. They want to tear up the contract and renegotiate mm. one. So there may not be as much money available. That's and and that's that's what I was just alluding to. This, this may change. I mean, if if we have to, um, if we have to look at contracts moving forward, uh, based on and just say Channel Nine do get the opportunity to tear up a contract and renegotiate the final final season, we know that twenty twenty one is you, you'd like to think that's definitely going to go ahead as per usual every other season, and uh, that's part of the broadcasting rights. But this year's not part of the broadcasting rights. The broadcasters need content, and content's not there, so they have every right to. To go back and negotiate, and I'm sure it's not that black and white. I'm sure there's going to be um, very healthy, friendly discussions going on behind closed door between all parties. But this has a huge effect on contracts moving forward because absolutely, if this gets registered for Newcastle 2021, he'll be yep. on seven hundred thousand. But if everyone else has to take a snip due to whatever the new broadcasting rights may be, or if, if there are going to be new broadcasting rights, he may have to stay on that. But everyone else that comes in after him. Is on a lot less, yeah, a lot more realistic when it comes to the market. Mm. All right, hey, this, on the subject of player wages, uh, yesterday on Sports Day, we were having a discussion with Ben Eichen about it, uh, and then um, obviously because NRL three sixty is not on anymore, so Benny, we rang him, see how he's going, and we started talking about salary wages, and this is what uh, this is what Benny had to say, followed by I thought was a really interesting discussion between you and Gary Belcher. Look, I'm really struggling to deal with this one because I don't know of any other industry anywhere outside of sport that has prioritised so overtly 
one stakeholder or employee group over the other. What, what, why? I mean, the, the North Queensland Cowboys have stood down their entire football department without pay. You know, what, why is the, but not why the should the players only start, what, why should the players, you know, continue to get paid, albeit, you know, with pay cuts? What, why is the, the players' mortgage more important than the assistant coaches? I, I, I'm, I think we've all got to be in this together. And while I know and understand that the players are important to the survival of the game, at the end of the day, if it puts, puts pressure on clubs to survive, that uh, players uh, take a, an amount and continue to get paid as a, a group of 30 or 36 by club uh, to the detriment of other staff, I mean, what are you coming back to? I mean, should, that's, that's, yeah. that's, that's the question, I think. If the association are in there arguing they need to argue for the whole we're all in this together and that includes the staff that oversee the programs that we work in so in terms of a number i think the players should be taking a cut that allows others in the organization to remain employed if that's exactly what the outcome is going to be for them he sells a good argument benny mm-hmm. um badge what, what do you think do you, do you think from a player's point of view um do you think they deserve something out of this Yes, I think they. If if there are some funds there available, that from clubs and from the NRL that, and there are some funds, then they deserve still to be paid something. And now that's going to happen in a lot of workplaces where people are going to be cut back by a long a long way, in, including our workplace. There's there's um now I mentioned something on Monday night that was kind of almost tongue in cheek, but it looks like this is now on the table. I said, why don't we just work out what all the players are paid as a, as a total? So in any club, it's about nine point five or four million dollars. How much can that club afford? Okay, and how much can it, the, the NRL to pay to each club over this next period? It might be you know a twenty percent or fifty percent or whatever of what they normally get, and let's just divide that and give every player the same. And then you think, oh well, the top players they're going to get more. Well, apparently that is a model that is now being considered by the NRL and by the Players Association, where every player across the board, if, and these are the figures. Now, if you're, if you're on a million bucks or 1.2 million a year, you're on about 100 grand a month. Well, if the NRL is suspended for the next three months, they're believed to be told they'll get $8,333 each. Each player, no matter which player you are. If it's for four months, it'll be less than that, 6250 And if it's for five months, it'll be about $5,000 per month per player. That's what you'll get. That is the proposal from the NRL to the Players Association. Jimmy Hooper has uh, just popped that up on uh, on Fox Sports. So interesting stuff. What do you reckon, Sats? So if you're a player that doesn't earn that much per month or whatever, well, they already do. Is. They're a minimum a hundred grand. So okay. you you are earning, you know, more than that. You're earning eight and a half grand a, a month. You, you'll get a tiny haircut um, if they're only out for three months. But if yeah, if you're on the big money, it's going to you're going to get a lot less. Well, it comes down to how how good have you budgeted and how good have you invested in those times you you are on good money. The perception is that rugby league players, all professional sports people, who are on the seven, eight hundred, nine hundred thousand a year, are flushed with money and they've got investments and houses everywhere, which is sometimes further from the case. Um, yeah. And that doesn't make any difference about about whether they should be paid more, whether they should be paid less. Uh, I suppose we are going to see a lot of players who are used to earning X amount. If you are up in that that high bracket, that marquee player, like your Daly Cherry Evans, your Cameron Smiths, your Tom Trebojevic, whoever it may be. Um, I just what about I just a middle hope, of the road player? Sats on three hundred grand a year. Well, 
So, so, so monthly, what's he getting? Uh, he's getting twenty-five grand a month. Yep. Well, he's going to get cut down to somewhere between five and eight grand a month. Yeah. So it's, well, it's sobering. It's 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 a it's it a is. big cut. It is, it's a massive cut, and then it it comes down to, again, I'll go back to how how well have you how well have you saved and budgeted and invested in those times that you have been on any sort of money. So Is that yeah, fair is, to the top top paid players that they're gonna now get exactly the same as the lesser paid players? No, I don't Why think not? it is. They're not uh, they're all doing nothing. They're not playing. Yeah, but they're training and they're training preparing for Do a they season. train any harder? They could start for more between four and no, they're gonna be they're gonna be able to train harder or you know how hard they're going to train individually. Some do train harder individually. So, so, yeah, but so it's not gonna be they, as frequent. But why do they? Why have they got a right? And this is maybe the argument because from the NRL. Why have they got a right to get more than the other players? Because they've earned the in right these tough times to earn more money. And I'd, I'd agree that they don't deserve to be paid everything. Absolutely. If they, if the fifty percent was the was the was the figure that everyone came up with, and it was agreed upon by all parties. Um, this isn't fifty percent. No, but I want, I'm just using that massive. as an example. I'm using that as an example, 50%. Well, if you, you have earned more money and you're still going to be possibly playing in the game in four, six weeks, three months, four months, whatever it may be, I still think you deserve more money because you've earned the right to be paid more money. Yeah, Simple but if, what if the game can't afford that? You know, the game can't afford to pay a $1.2 million player a year. They can't afford to take us even and give him three hundred grand, which is a 75% pay cut, but just can't afford it. So they're trying to find a fair and equitable way to do it. I think they've, uh, yeah, I haven't got too many problems with this. Yeah, I, I, lo- I love that discussion between you boys last night. I really did. And I, I just thought there's, there's an argument on both sides. And, and there I- is. I mean, the argument is, Jason, and I've always thought this is, and again, I'm, I'm going to use the example, unfortunately, to someone who's working in an office that's shut down and they send you home and you've got no work to do. It's basically, we don't have a job for you. So unfortunately, we can't pay you. If you've got annual leave, we'll pay you that. Uh, if you've got any form of entitlements, we'll pay you those. But if you're a rugby league player or a sports person who is sent home, and we're going to talk about it very, very soon, where clubs are sending you over home gyms to your home, they're setting you up, you're expected to train for the anticipation that competition is going to start, mm. not at the same intensity. So if you want to use 100% of what's remaining on your contract – and 100% of how much you'd have to train if you're training full-time, well, you're not going to be able to train 100% to your capacity. So you don't deserve 100% of your contract. Mm. But you will be training at a percentage of your capacity to, in anticipation the competition is going to start. So yeah, they are still, they are still having to um, diarise and also, all, also send reports through their clubs in relation to their training activities they're going to be individually tested by their coaches their training staff as well when they come around to their houses uh, so they're they've got still got an expectation to perform a service now to perform your service you should be paid for that i'm not saying it should be all of it i'm not saying it should be 50 percent of it but it should be paid something if that makes sense that figure we don't know Exactly, and it's and I tell you what, it is going to be substantial. Yeah, and it's going to have to be agreed across the board because that's what the Rugby League Players Association, and the NRL, are doing collectively. Mm. On the other side, I heard an interesting story today and a beautiful story from the uh, New Zealand Warriors 
Um, they've set up a fund to help pay staff at the football club by donating some of their salaries. That's incredible. Great work. Yeah. That, that, Fantastic. Can this, can this club be any better? Well, you know what? Sometimes in times of need, you need to find, you need to take yourself outside the space. Yeah. You need to self, look at yourself from, a, from another another perspective, another eye. So someone that's looking from afar and judging you, like you do when you, you want people, to, customers to judge your business. It's, you've got to look at it from their point of view. How's a way that, as a club that we can, one, band together in a really tough times together, but not only band us together as a club, let's, let's band a community, a family, and your family is your staff. And if you can find a way that you can keep your staff in their offices and in their roles for another two or three weeks, that's 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 fantastic from the Warriors. If if you can't, but those funds are going to go towards families just to help out with resources, needs, uh, care, whatever it may be, groceries, whatever it may be. Um, well, you know, it's it just means that they're putting themselves again ahead of the game. Uh, more big news out of the week: Shane Richardson, the uh, chairman yeah. of footy at South, resigned. Yeah, and it doesn't surprise me. To be honest, Jace, uh, I've known Richo for many, many years. He was the CEO of the Panthers when I was there. He's a yeah. tough operator. And uh, you got a lot of respect for Shane Richardson because he's never hard to make the really tough decisions for the better of the club. And he's, a, he's got great foresight. His background is finance for many, many years before he got into rugby league. Um, so he can, he's got a really good foresight in, into where the clubs or the games are possibly going to be. And he makes those decisions sooner rather than later. And so this doesn't surprise me. He's still going to be employed in some capacity along a consultancy role. But when the game gets up and going again, South Sydney will, will employ him as a consultant. No, as a general manager of footy again, because you're going you to reckon? need a general manager of rugby league. Okay. You, you are. That is one of the roles that you are going to need. You're going to have to have clubs that are going yeah. to have to run really lean operationally. But it won't surprise me. He's been in NRL head office already. I don't think they're willing to go with him with his with his tough decisions. This may change, and I think we may see Shane Richards in the NRL head office again. Uh, around some coaches, Dean Pay and Steve Price were stood down by well, the board. Steve Price, general manager of rugby league, uh, club legend, He's won a premiership with the Bulldogs, missed out on their premiership in 2004 yeah. with a knee injury, but he's one of their favourite sons. Came down from Toowoomba as a 17-year-old and um, and bleeds for the club, but unfortunately really new into the role as a general manager. Moved his family down as well from, from the Sunshine Coast and has had to pack them up and start moving them back again. So, But we're seeing this a fair bit now with these senior positions being stood aside. If the comp was to get back up and running... Uh, Trent Robinson was asked on uh, radio this week uh, on 2GB and he was asked, how long would that take? Two weeks. Well, like I've, I've heard of the four and six weeks and all that, but honestly, if we, uh, if we plan well enough and get, uh, you know, we, we, we've spent today running training programs, trying to help set up home gyms for them. So you've got to pre- prepare for them being one on one, just one man training sessions for months. Set up their home gyms, start doing uh, sort of a weekly training program, um, set some routine, which we've sort of talked to the mental health professionals about how routine's really important, about how you wake up uh, and you get into a work day at home so they can prepare well. And then when they come back, Freddie, mate, if they open the doors, let's go. Like, let's not. We can't we can't wait six weeks. Let's two weeks. Let's get it on. You know, if we if we get the chance 
that if we get under control after four, like uh, early enough, the, the virus, and we get four weeks of training, that'd be ideal. But um, we'll be ready. He's he's raring to go. Well, he maybe he talks about we we we, and the Roosters have got tremendous resources. They've got the accessibility to, to a lot of more professionals and a lot of other clubs have got the finances too. So he's talking about we. We are ready in two weeks. Uh, you know, I love his line. Let's just get it on. Don't wait six weeks. Let's just because everyone is going to be coming from much Absolutely. of a, much of the same playing field yeah, from individual yeah. training over these periods of time. All right, this is off the bench. Thanks to Bob Jane, T Mart's Tyron and Will Specialist Sats. I've got to say at the top of the show, mm-hmm. uh, it's the missus' birthday today. My wedding anniversary as well. Today, same day. Happy anniversary, Thank mate. You very much. How many years? Nine years. Nine years. Yeah. God, how's Beck survived that? Well, I don't know. She's. I don't think she's got a sanity anymore. I know that. That's why she's just come back from India in a yoga retreat. That must be dare to find herself again. Is she making the right <laughs> decisions in happily life? Happily locked herself in a room for yeah, 14 she days. Yeah, she is actually Mate, now. Don't be surprised uh, if she comes out and says I need to go another 30 days. Yeah. Um, but anyway, happy birthday, Anita. 46. Happy birthday, Anita. 46. 46. Yeah, I know. Uh, still to come on off the bench. Um, I'm going to ask you to change my mind on, on a okay. few things. I've got a few topics I want to throw at you. We discover the sports that, in the world that are still going on. They're very interesting. And the former legend will join us as well. This is Off the Bench. This is Off the Bench for Bob Jane T. Martz, tyre and wheel specialists. Yes, welcome back to Off the Bench uh, for Bob Jane T. Martz, 20% off and buy three, get one free on selected brands, best tyre price guarantee. Uh, Sats, I'm going to try and get you to change my mind on okay. this new segment called Change My Mind, funny enough. <laughs> um, I'm going to throw some topics at you and you try and convince me to change my mind. These are my opinions. Are there some that I'm, because I don't know what you're going to throw at me, but... Are there some that you think I may agree with and I won't have to change your mind? Uh, I, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I think okay. there's one at the end that might be a bit of a curveball cool. for you. I'm okay. not too sure. Okay. Off we go. Let's go. Number one, the NRL season is over for 2020. Well, what's your opinion? That's my opinion. It's oh, over. It's over. Okay. Uh, no, I don't think it's over. Um, well, you disclosed yesterday that you've got a very good source that says that the NRL are doing their best to try and get the NRL season up and running within four to six weeks. Yep. I don't think that's that it's will happen, happen. because happen. we're not allowed to congregate in tens at the moment in any mm. public space. So that's not going to happen anytime soon. Uh, I think that because we took the measures we did early on in the season, the first two rounds, most importantly the second round, and then called it called time when we did, I think we've now got a really good foundation in relation to the expert advice they've been given and how they've reacted to that. Um, and many thought that was going against society by continuing to play those first two rounds when they were getting the advice that everything was safe. We haven't had any positive tests as yet, fingers crossed, from rugby league. No, uh, involvement. That's true. That's true. So I think on the basis of that, I think we will see the competition kick off the last week of July and we will get in no. a, th- a three quarters of a season no, and we'll have one wish- origin. That's wishful thinking. It is oh, wishful that, that, thinking. There's no way that... Well, Donald Trump said it'll be gone by Easter. Yeah, but that's the Donald, mate. Yeah, no, I, I, think, I think if we're going to go down the measures we are with the isolation for four weeks, possibly... Well, we don't know whether that's happening yet. But. Well, if it does happen and invariably it will happen, yeah. we think, at some stage because we've got to follow the rest of the world. Uh, we're seeing a decrease in a lot of areas, probably Italy not Spain. Yeah, Italy, Italy yeah. Spain have had a huge spike over the last couple of days. But yeah. in saying that, I feel as though that if we follow the lead and of a lot of those other countries, take the measures we've taken prior 
during and what's going to come after it, mm. I think we'll definitely see a ball kicked by at least the end of July 1st, that week of September. Right up. Change my mind on this one, mate. Let's I didn't roll. change your mind, did I? Uh, no. Okay, cool. Okay, okay. what's the but, next one? Uh, I think, yeah. had you said to me October, we might be playing league again, I, I might look at that. If it doesn't go by September, they've said there's no comp. There's no comp. See, I think that's narrow-mindedness from the NRL. Mm. I think you should play it all. all like the AFL. Yep. They're going to play through to December 31. They don't care. Uh, change my mind on this one. Latrell Mitchell will never play fullback again for South. He will play fullback again. And the reason why he'll play fullback again is because Wayne Bennett will not let anyone tell him what he should and shouldn't be doing. He's the most but successful coach. he can see what's going on. Mate. No, he can see at the moment. No, but hang he... on. As a bunny supporter, when Johnson comes on the field, the Rabbitohs light up. Absolutely. Agree with you. Um, but do they find another position for Johnston on the field and fullback. keep and keep Militrell at fullback? What Wayne Bennett sees what at the moment. Sanders? No one cares about What Sanders. Wayne Bennett sees at the moment is a player that has come in underdone. He shouldn't be playing. Has in any preseason, and he knows it takes time to get him used to that position again. Now, you remember he played that in under 20s. He played 5 8 in fullback and was outstanding. So, because Wayne Bennett is Wayne Bennett, he will continue to play him at fullback until he believes that it's not going to work. So that's the reason why he'll continue Play playing fullback. Play fullback now. Why don't just he and Wayne Bennett have a kick around the park? He can with two people, can't you? Why don't they just have a – and, and, and Latrell can play fullback now. Okay, change my mind on this. Players shouldn't be paid if ordinary Australians aren't. Save the money. We've had this debate, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, no, they should be paid. And yeah. you don't agree with my – uh, no, no, actually, no, I turned you from no money to at least 10%. 10%. So I did change your mind. Because they have to report in? Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. So I changed my mind. There you go. A little, you did, actually. Bugger. Mm. Um, change my mind on this one. Homebush could be used as a venue to host all teams and run the NRL without crowds. Now, we heard that from Benny Eichen yesterday. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I thought about this overnight. It's not a bad idea. The only downside to it is the temperature. I believe coronavirus is not very good in temperatures around 27 degrees. Yep. And in winter in Sydney, you, you certainly don't get to those temperatures. But so That's could, the argument right there. But it could work, though. Well, it could. But unfortunately, we've got this thing where you talk about the weather. Mm. If it's anything from 27 degrees and above, it, from all accounts, the chief medical officer is saying that this virus finds it very hard to survive in. So that there lies in the fact that you can't have homebush. You can't have anything south of, south of Brisbane, south of Harvey Bay in Queensland to host any sort of – all the 16 teams, all their staff and the broadcasters in various – Various locations scattered around Homebush with those hotels there. You still got the ability to come well, in. The, the broadcasters could be based themselves at home. Let's be honest; most of them are there anyway. But you can't. You and it's a doing it at home, model. But doing it at Homebush, still, you're still prone to being accessible to too many community people, too many community members. No, Homebush is mate. Homebush is dead when there's nothing on. You. So when's the last time you've been to Homebush? Oh. Have you seen the suburbs that are built around Homebush yeah, now? The, that, the res- residential that, and living quarters? But in that stadium precinct, yeah, but then, the hotels, they're not in the stadium. They're in the hotels that are amongst other residential precincts now. It's like it is a city unto itself now, Homebush. So by going to Calliope and just outside of Gladstone, you are remote. Yeah, true. Yeah. Mate, to be honest, last time I was at Homebush, it was dark and I'd had a couple. So, <laughs> but I, God, those food stalls are nice. Anyway, moving on from that. Uh, Great decision to postpone the Olympics. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, yeah, I think, I think it was I, – I don't have to change your mind here, Jace. I feel as though that um, 
I feel as though that if you're an athlete, you want to beat the best. And if some countries are not sending their athletes, yes, it's still a gold medal winner if you go over there and win one in Tokyo in July and August. But is there still that empty feeling like Moscow when a lot of the countries, yeah. they boycotted the Olympics? So, yeah, yeah I, I think it's a great idea. My quick one to you, change my mind. If rugby league is played throughout October, November during the T20 Men's World Cup cricket, will rugby league not be the main focus? I'm saying it won't. I still think rugby league will be the main focus to the fans. Absolutely not. So you think a lot of people would watch nah, not, the not cricket got, more so than the footy? Yeah, when, when you look at the demographics of Australia now, and we have a lot of immigrants from all different parts of mm. the world, and, and um, I, think, I think the World Cup is different, mate. We saw it with the Women's World Cup. We all got swept up in the, you know, the emotion and the hype Euphoria, and all that sort yeah. of stuff. Yeah, so, um, I, I, and I've said this to you off the air, if the Rugby League... And the AFL are to play at the same time as the, the T20 World Cup, I think they're going to lose out. And I, if I was a broadcaster, I'd be asking for a discount. Because, what if? Because normally it's in clear air. You're now sharing it with one of the biggest events in the world in our backyard. What about a T20 game goes for, what, two and a half hours, for example? Yep. What about if you allocated your main games that you know you're going to get the most amount of viewers yep. that are not that going to be work. on the same time as your England, Australia, Pakistan, India, New Zealand? Yep, that could work. Mm. Um, but then you're looking at the AFL and the NRL. We're going to put the Titans on every time Australia's playing. No, are well, you? you going to put the Warriors on every time the Titans? That's uh, where uh, your uh, scheduling is going to be. Yeah. It has to be at its premium. I think. I think the T20 World Cup would get priority, and I also think that we're going to have problems with grounds around that time. Yeah, as we well. will too. All right, yeah. last one, mate. Uh, we did a poll during the week. Well, I put together a top ten greatest TV shows of all time series. TV series. And I had Friends as number one. Um, is Friends not the greatest show of all time? Change my mind. TV show? Yeah. You left out so many, it was ridiculous. I mean, you had Seinfeld. critical, mate. You had Seinfeld in your bottom three. and It, was yet, in, it made the top ten, mate. Yeah, but you're contradicting yourself because you've actually never watched an episode of Seinfeld. So how can I you put it research. in the top ten? I did some research. I asked people. And because you and Badge, our other car host during the week, nagged me about not watching the show. Mate, he wanted Mork and Mindy. In the top ten. Well, I wanted a country practice, and you didn't put that <laughs> you in. You know you can stream that now on I know. seven. That's why I said it. <laughs> my wife made me watch an episode, and I said, I'm out. I'm out. I want a divorce. I'm out of here. Oh, my God. This is Off the Bench. Thanks to Bob Jane T-Mars, 20% off, and buy three, get one free on selected brands. Best tie price guarantee. We'll be back in a sec. You're listening to Off the Bench for Bob Jane T-Mars, tire and wheel specialists. We'll be back shortly. This is Off The Bench for Bob Jane T-Mart's Tire and Wheel Specialists. Now, Sats, uh, during the week we have the pleasure of talking to a, uh, would you say he's a mate of ours? Is, is, would you call the former legend a mate or an well, acquaintance? An acquaintance, because we actually haven't met him face to face. We actually don't know his real first name. We, it's actually not former, I just want to tell you. But uh, So we would call him an acquaintance as opposed to a mate yet. Yeah, that's true. Like we haven't We're had, working we haven't towards had an alcoholic friendship. beverage with him at any stage. No, we haven't had point. a coffee with yeah, him. So, yeah. Hey, listen, for Bob Jane T-Mart's tire and wheel specialist, let's get the uh, legend on the phone. And legend, former legend, I should say, uh, you got some news around the Titans, have you? How good is Melbourne Inga's performance and culture review gone for them? Hey, I've heard the stock market also got a Melbourne Inga performance and culture review about two weeks ago. That's gone well. And my bank account has just got a Melbourne Inga performance and culture review. It's gone south as well. 
Do you reckon when we start up again, Todd Greenberg will put the draw out and everyone will go, where's the Titans? And you'll go, who's the Titans, boys? No, there was no Titans. But I reckon the losers, I mean, it's good to see that God still has a sense of humour by making the Tigers run ninth. I mean, but... The Roosters, let's talk about the Roosters. Is that the worst title defence in history? Has a defending champ back-to-back ever not won a game in their title defence? That's a disgrace. I mean, I think they should be relocated. The Wuhan Roosters has a wonderful ring to it. Um, but, yeah, look, I, I don't know. The, the biggest losers are blokes have to talk to their kids. There's never been a, a sadder time. Um, and what do you talk to your kids about when you're locked in with them? 24 7. Badge, <laughs> what are you talking to your kids about? What are you doing? In the, what do you fill the void with, boys? I'm into the Belarusian Premier League. Are you mm. onto that? Oh, yeah. I, my favourite, my second favourite team behind the Rabbits um, and the Panthers, and my third favourite team, I should say, second sport is I do follow Minsk. They're, they're playing, um, Bella, I think, Belshina this Sunday in the Belarus Premier League. Nice. Is that right? Are we wow. calling it? Good. Favourite, favourite Minsk player? Um, Slobodan Milosevic. <laughs> Is he a wrestler? He's a wrestler. <laughs> no, 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 he's not. He's a, the leader of the revolution. Me, that's why me and you don't get on, because I'm obviously... I'm a, a long-time Belarusian Premier League... What sport is it again? Anyway, I'm a Belarusian Premier League fan, and my favourite team, Dynamo Breast. I've always been a breast man, and um, I can't wait to see them run around this week. Other sports going on? Russian ping pong? Um... Again, I'm not really sure who we're going for there. I was looking for Ivan Drago, thinking he might have a run, but nothing. <laughs> um, other than that, what are we going to do? Russian ping pong. I think I saw some of that in Thailand once. <laughs> <laughs> what, mate, what about marble racing? Aren't you getting on this phenomenon? It's amazing. It's mesmerising. Mate, that is like a screensaver for your TV. That's all that is. I mean, can you bet on it? If you can bet on it, we'll, have, we'll give it a run. As long as, they, as long as we can have a punt on something, but uh, even that's starting to dry up, I'm starting to get a little bit worried. Um, I don't know. I don't know, boys. I, I, I'm, in a, I'm in a disarray. I'm in a sad state. Yeah, we're in a world of hurt. Well, something that has really flown under the radar, but it is the, the biggest sporting calendar, a sporting event on the calendar every four years, is the Olympics. The Olympics, of course, has oh, now mm. been pushed uh, into 2021, former legend. Has that been confirmed or not? No, or- no. No, no. Sats has just taken. It. He's claimed it. He's in touch with his. Uh, no, well, the IOC. No, in Tokyo. We, we talked about this yesterday. The IOC are going to sit around for a month and make up their mind whether they should. Yeah, yeah, then they'll tell us it's off. Yeah. Because I, mate, I mean, that might be the light at the end of the tunnel. Knowing that that thing they do with that ribbon might still be on, or some synchronized women, or some <laughs> ladies platform diving, if you know what I'm saying. Something, anything. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just hanging for anything, please. I'm. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I, I'm at a loss, um, and I've got 30 more podcasts to do this year. What the? What, the, what am I going to do, <laughs> mate? We've got two hours of content to fill every night. Why do you think we're ringing you? <laughs> Again, I think it's a reflection on the ability of you to be able to track show. All right, former legend. We're going to let you go, mate. You go and work out what you're going right, to put boys. into your podcast. Former yeah, underscore right. legend on Twitter. Hey, listen. Give give your podcast a, a bit of a plug. We're actually in the studio as we speak. We're in the Craig Gower Studios. Craig Gower um, Social Distancing Studios. Uh, it's full credit to the boys. 
Uh, it's a good listen tonight. Uh, tonight we just chatted to Rob McKnight. He's a TV producer and he has a podcast of his own called TV Black Box. It's a really good listen, boys, about the state of TV uh, with or without coronavirus and um, some of the contracts that uh, supercars, NRL and AFL might be expecting uh, in the next uh, round of um, negotiations with TV. It's, um, well, it's alarming, even if without coronavirus. So it might be a good listen for your listeners. And let's face it, it's better than talking to your missus. Uh, <laughs> see you, mate. See ya. See you, bud. <laughs> There, boys. there you go. There you go. The former legend on off the bench. We spoke to him earlier in the week, and of course, we do know now that the Olympics are off. But say, it's interesting this weekend, boys. You got to talk to your kids and your wives, and it's not as. Could you imagine thing. being his wife living with him? Oh my He'd be God. painful. Oh, absolutely. Hey, this is off the bench. We're doing it thanks to Bob Jane T Mart's tire and wheel specialists. You're listening to Off the Bench for Bob Jane T Mart's tire and wheel specialists. We'll be back shortly. This is Off the Bench for Bob Jane T Mart's tire and wheel specialists. Yeah, welcome back to Off the Bench for Bob Jane T Mart's tire and wheel specialists. It's time to get into this. Who gets a mention in our Off the Bench performance of the week? Well, there hasn't there's been no NRL to give a performance no. of the week, uh, Sat. So, what do you got lined up for us today? My performance of the week and. Uh, Three real quick ones. Uh, the first two are uh, the Greyhound and the race horse racing industry continuing. Um, well done to be able to continue with that. Uh, testing their jockeys just to ensure that they're, uh, the, the jockeys are ready to go. All the stewards, all the officials that, um, that are also ensuring the horse racing industry and the Greyhound industry. Um, no, the Greyhounds don't have jockeys, of course. But, no. um, but yeah, to keep that going, great performance. And the other one is the image of uh, the... Players Association boss, Clint Newton, former player, premiership winner with the Melbourne Storm, and the NRL side-by-side. Usually the Players Association the NRL have got this, they've got this really good, healthy relationship, but it's still a us-versus-them mentality over the years. It's taken this situation that we're faced with at the moment as a game, and I'm only using rugby leagues as an example, for the Players Association and Todd Greenberg stand side-by-side, work together to come, come up with a really good resolution for not only the players, not only the the operational staff, but also the fans as well. Yeah, and it's good to see the players come out and say, we stand by any decision that's been made. Mate, mine's not on sport, if you don't mind me saying this. Mine is for the nurses at the Toowoomba Hospital who uh, have put together a song based on the old Spice Girls wannabe. Remember Mm -hmm. that song? Uh, To warn people against COVID-19. Have a listen to this. If you don't want COVID, you should stay at home. Social isolation is the way to go. Not that, bad. That wasn't you or I laughing either. That was no, no, the film. person filming yeah. it. Can the person filming not laugh, please, yeah, yeah. so we can hear the lyrics? <laughs> hey? Jeez, you're tough. You are really The performance tough. of the nurses was great. The performance of the filmer, a oh, right. little bit ordinary. All right. Well, it's not Steven Spielberg in Toowoomba <laughs> Hospital, mate. <laughs> Were you bagging Toowoomba? No, Were you saying I'm, Steven Stil- no, Spielberg no, wouldn't I'm, go to Toowoomba? I'm not bagging anyone, well, okay? That's All the right. way it sounded. Um, listen, before we go this weekend, what are you uh, looking forward to, mate? Well, you know, this current um, situation that we are all in at home, um, it's a nightmare for every man, male, husband, boyfriend, fiancé. Is this a community service announcement? That has always said to their partner, I'll get round to it. 
guess what? You've got plenty of time to get around to it. So this weekend, I'm doing a veggie garden because I've been wanting to do that for seven months. Really? I'm going to do a veggie garden. Right. We've well, got the chook pen. We may, yeah, I've got a chook pen. You've got goats. I've got alpaca. I've oh, got alpaca. two goats and now the veggie garden. Can you, can you milk the goats? <laughs> are, they, are they males? So goats thought, milk's good for your skin. Apparently, yeah. apparently it is. What about alpaca? You can milk those too, can't you? <laughs> you can't? I've got that scene of meet the fockers, yeah? <laughs> you can't. I'm gathering a car. <laughs> it was a bull, wasn't Milking it? the teats. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time that word's been used on the show. Very quickly, I'm finishing off the yard as well. Um, we're going to have a nice dinner with the missus and the kids tonight for her birthday. Kilo of pork ribs for me, but anyway. We're doing that as well, and chicken. Anyway, and we're also uh, watching Ozark on Netflix. New season out New today. season, season three. That's it. Off the bench, we're done for another week. Isn't that week. funny? It wasn't in your top ten shows, but... But I'm looking forward to watching <laughs> it. Have a great weekend. Thanks to Bob Jane T-Barts. This has been Off the Bench.